Welcome to Back to the Sources, a podcast for those looking for a window into the life of Concordia Seminary and our library, whether you are a theologian, pastor, or prospective student. Each episode explores deep theological questions, profound insights, and topics of interest, brought to you by both professors and students alike. We hope that these conversations enrich your faith, academic, and professional development by connecting you to our rich resources. Back to the Sources is brought to you by the Hasse Library on the campus of Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. The Hasse Library, inspiring theological discovery. Hello and welcome to Back to the Sources. This is a podcast of the Hasse Memorial Library. My name is Kendall Davis. I'm your host. I'm an STM student in exegetical theology at this point in time. And I have a special guest with me who's going to talk about his experience doing summer Greek and he's going to have some tips for you guys as well. So today I have with me... I'm Joseph Eggerman. I'm a first-year student here at Concordia Seminary. Went through summer Greek, oh, just a couple months ago. So it's yeah, still pretty so fresh, still fresh. Yeah, fresh in the head. So. The, the, the scars are still healing. <laughs> they weren't that deep. <laughs> so, Joseph, tell us a bit about yourself, kind of where you went to undergrad, kind of how you came to the seminary, kind of just briefly. Could... Yeah, so I was one of those guys that didn't come from one of the Concordia systems. I got that. a history degree from Mizzou. So, oh, that's fun. Yeah, I got that in 2017, then... Went back home to Lockwood, Missouri, family farm there, and then I also worked for a couple businesses around, but finally decided to heed the call and had my Jonah moment, and now I'm here at the Sim. So there you go. Did you get swallowed by a whale? No, no, or, no. Oh, okay, different, okay, different kind. That's a little, a little less messy then. <laughs> Not a lot of big fish in landlocked Missouri. Fair enough. Now, so. What do you have much experience with language learning kind of before you came to the seminary? Yeah, a little bit more than not at all. So I sure. took three years of high school Spanish. Okay. And I can remember certain words and phrases, but I don't think I could carry a conversation in a bucket. Sure, sure. Sorry, Miss Dixon, I'm disappointing you. But <laughs> yeah, so did that. And then in my undergrad, I actually minored in German. So okay. conversational German had that, but it was a lot different than like an intensive language course like summer Greek is. Sure. So, so you found those experiences to be quite different. Quite different. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And in, in, in what, what respects, say, say someone's listening, they've only done their high school Spanish or whatever, kind of how, what are some ways in which it's, it's different? So a lot of summer Greek is focused on syntax and grammar yeah. and just straight memorization of vocab. It's true. Whereas like in a conversational language course, you're trying to pick up phrases and idioms and stuff like that. So I can carry a conversation in German. I can't carry a conversation in Koine Greek. Right, because that's just now. Exactly. Yeah, we're not sure. we're not using it in language. We're reading it and writing it and mostly reading it and translating it. So that's just a different skill set than somebody walks in. Yeah, or, I learned about the culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not trying to like, oh, you're going to stick your foot in your mouth if you say something like this. You can't say that like. Right, so. right. So, so just a different emphasis, Absolutely. but then that requires more, especially memorization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, on your yeah. part. Yep, so. and it was definitely a lot more memorization with summer Greek than any of the German that I did. Sure, sure. No, that makes a lot of sense. So, so tell us about when you come to the seminary. I mean, this is this is the first course you've done. Yep. What are what are some of your expectations as you're coming in? So I was definitely really nervous and jittery coming in. It's yeah. been a couple of years since I've been in any kind of classroom Oh, setting. sure, sure. So it was just trying like to get back. a lot of guys are in that, that Exactly, boat. yeah. So trying to get back into the classroom swing of things, mm -hmm. like have dedicated time to sit and learn. It's definitely a good thing, but it's definitely something I had to get used to because I was working 
all day and didn't like reading was for fun. It wasn't for class. Right. So, mm-hmm. so h- how did you find that kind of even just, just getting back into the classroom after being out of it for a while? So it kind of took me two or three days, but with summer Greek being so intensive, it was very easy for me to just slip right back into. Because you kind of had to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're kind of forced to do it because you're doing this for four hours a day and then you have two and a half, three hours of homework afterwards. Like, sure. this is your job. Yeah. So uh, maybe this is a good point to kind of talk about kind of how how is summer Greek structured? Because mm. it's, it's not like doing a class where it's, it's just one class among many. Correct. Yeah. So summer Greek is structured. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're in class for four hours a day. Sure. You get a little bit of a break in between for chapel, which is a wonderful break to get out and act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do something different than study a language. But yeah, you're not there to have fun, casually learn. No, you're sit, You're going <laughs> to buckle right. up. You're there to learn. And it's it's seven weeks long. Is that right? Yeah, seven weeks for me. So. Okay. And then they had a continuation lab in the like other class structured in the mm-hmm. beginning of the fall semester. So we actually didn't learn through the entire book. So we got to finish up learning the value. Oh, that's right. Over our continuation lab. So gotcha, gotcha. But we got a lot of stuff thrown at us in those first seven weeks. No, absolutely. So so let's talk about kind of your experience with summer Greek. What how how did that go? What surprised you? Did you have to kind of like adapt to to kind of figure out how to how to get through it. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Yeah, so besides just the shock and awe value of being back in a classroom, yeah, yeah. I kind of took to it a little easier than some of the other guys. Okay, like, you think so? I think previous languages, like sitting down and memorizing a word and trying to translate that word back into English in your head, mm-hmm. I think that really prepared me very well. Okay. So just like getting in the frame of this word is not this word in English, like it's its own little thing and you have to translate that right back in your head. So that really helped me out. I think that gave me a leg up on things. Now, and, and then who did you have for Summit Greek? I had Dr. Dave Lewis. Dr. Dave Lewis. And anyone who is listening, thinking about taking Summer Greek, take it with Dr. Dave Lewis. Everyone in my class had a fantastic time with him. He drug everybody kicking and screaming to a passing grade. There we go. He's awesome. I love Dr. Lewis as a professor. Dr. Lewis, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, yeah, no, he's a great guy. So it's a long course. It is. Um, I mean, it's, I think it's shorter than a full semester course, technically, but I I think it it feels very long. Doing it back to back, day in, day out, where all you're doing when you go home is Greek. Like whenever you go out to eat with your family, you're bringing your flashcards to the table with you. Good. Yeah, because you have a vocab quiz tomorrow and you've got to get those down. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so t- tell us about kind of what are, what are some strategies that you, that you use that you found successful? So I definitely use the flashcard method a lot. Lots of flashcards. Yeah, lots of flashcards. And not just for words, for like syntax stuff as well. Like, oh, sure. When this comes up, think of this or like drawing it out. I'm one of those guys that if I write it out, it works. Mm-hmm. So I had a whiteboard and I, for about 20 minutes a day, I would just write out paradigms. Oh, nice, nice. And then erase it and then try and do it from memory. If I couldn't do it, erase it, sit down for another five minutes, write it out, write it out. So that muscle memory really helps your hand. It's it's a little bit of a trick, but it does work when you're trying to sit there and so it sounds like you you did a lot of just just drilling and repetition. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And maybe that's how my mind works. Some people it just clicks. Mm-hmm. But mine, mine, they had to beat it into my head a little bit. So yeah, gotcha. So do you think? Um, do you think that that was kind of a 
So that that was a key for you. Mm-hmm. Sounds like. Yep. Did you were did you were other students kind of doing something similar, or did other students do different things that you saw? No. Yeah. So I actually got the flashcard method from a classmate of mine who okay. would take take a whole stack of flashcards and go walk in Forest Park. He'd like go walk around in Forest Park and just he'd nice. keep his body moving, but his mind was focused on the flashcards. And mm-hmm. he said that really helped him a lot. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try that. And then it turned out that worked way better than just sitting and staring at a paper. So no, it's true. It gives you enough to kind of distract you so you can focus. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So somebody's about to take summer Greek mm. and they're, they're trying to figure out how to approach it, what strategies to do. What, what are some of your, your tips, kind of things you wish you knew when you started? Yeah, definitely learn the alphabet. And by the alphabet, I don't mean like the collegiate Greek letters, like the the capitals. Learn the lowercase alphabet yeah, yeah. and get it down before you get here. It'll help you day one because I didn't have to study for that. Mm-hmm. But it'll help you day one, but it'll also help you just like get into that form of writing in a different language, that the right. letters aren't anything like like American letters, like English letters. Yeah, yeah, It's just different. And you need to get that. You need to get a mindset about that. And you need to understand what they mean. And you can read them a lot easier if you can translate the word, the sounds of those letters even better. It's true. Other things you wish you kind of knew or kind of strategy you wish you. So I, I thought I was doing good when I picked up an old how to read Koine Greek book, like yeah, yeah. yourself Koine Greek. And I think I got through the first chapter of that and I was so confused, oh, really? irritated at myself that I couldn't pick this up and learn it as fast as the book was talking. Oh, like, sure, sure. Maybe that's because my mind just doesn't work like that, but mm-hmm. I would not try and read somebody else's book if you don't have the Veltz textbook that we use. Like the way he taught and the way he wrote, it was so different, just not in content but in the way he laid the language out sure like his foundation is a lot different than the book that i read and so no, trying to I, find I think the, that's yeah, true using the Veltz textbook really helped me at least right and to have it have have somebody to guide guide you through but but you you would definitely recommend at least being familiar with the alphabet yes definitely the alphabet that'll really help and pronunciation isn't very key like i'll still understand what somebody's trying to say if i can look it up and read it so you mm-hmm. don't need to pronounce them just Perfectly, as well. But, sure. Yeah, but being able to recognize the letters at least and even write them will help you out a lot in the long run. Yeah, time. and it sounds like, I mean, an, another key for you was just the repetition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and I understand you also, you took advantage of some of the ARC tutoring sessions and homework sessions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us about some of that? Yeah, so I took a morning session at Summer Greek. So Summer Greek, yeah. we had two two sections, a morning and a afternoon. Mm-hmm. The morning class met at 8 to noon with a break for chapel. And then right at noon, the library offered a tutoring homework session Mm -hmm. every day. So you could go and either get homework help on some Mm -hmm. days or they'll do review stuff on other days. Or we basically just walked in and said, hey, I'm having trouble with this concept. Can you help me out? And Devin Murphy and Christian Einertsen, shout out to those guys. Those guys really helped me pull through Summer Greek. Nice. Like Both of them were just so willing to sit down and explain something to you that maybe Lewis taught it one way and they taught it another and my mind clicked with them where it didn't with Lewis or sure. something like that. So just having another, like taking another look at it, having a different perspective really helped out. But 
just sitting down and making you do the homework as well, because it's really tempting when you go home, like, oh, I've been doing this for six hours. I don't want to do this anymore. No, it's true. And then having somebody there being like, no, nope, you need to do it because this is important. And it's true. You know, they're right. So, yeah. And I think I, I, I wonder if, you know, sometimes guy, guys come in and they have this mindset of like, what's what's the minimum I can do mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. get through this? I just want to skeet by. I just yeah. want 70 to pass. That's all I want to do. Like, Whereas I think it's helpful, kind of like you're talking about, to 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 be more proactive. Absolutely. To 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 recognize that kind of if you want to be successful, if you want to have a better time of it, um, there there are some kind of distinct things yeah. that you can do. And it's not like they're making you learn this language just to sit in a classroom. Like this is something you're going to be foundationally building upon the rest of your time here at seminary. It's not like it's one summer and done. Like. No, you still. That's true. Yeah. All the exegetical classes that concern like New Testament stuff, you're going to be using everything you learn in summer Greek. So. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully into into people's ministries. As oh, well. yeah, absolutely. Is the, the ultimate goal. Yeah. That's what Lewis, like first day, he said, we want the widescreen view of scripture. Like mm-hmm. we want the underlying, like everything behind, like under. He, he would use a film. film yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. He's awesome. But that's funny. <clears throat> yeah. Trying to get the whole view of what the language is trying to convey instead of the things that are lost in translation. Because, you know, whenever something is translated, some little nuances are lost. So we want to find those nuances, bring them back in, and get that widescreen view of what God is telling us in his scripture. Absolutely. Tell us about your experience now. After Summer Greek, you're in the regular classes, you're in labs, you're in exegetical courses. Mm -hmm. How's How's that transition been? So a lot of it was... We have Logos, which is a wonderful tool, which is a computer tool that kind of parses stuff for you. Mm -hmm. But it's, we haven't been asked to just sit down and crack open your Nestle Allen and say, okay, translate this page, go. Yeah. And you're going to get graded on it. No, you're going to be doing it with people. You're going to be doing it with resources. It's not going to be just straight translation. But pulling out those nuances that I was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. and pulling those out and putting it into like a Bible study paper or an exegetical project, like getting that widescreen view, widescreen view of scripture. Mm -hmm. That's what like the language is used for. And it's so cool to actually be able to use that language and even do a devotional in like, like I had a classmate who would do his daily devotions in Greek that would help him learn that. Like, that's such a cool thing. It's very helpful. Yes, absolutely. So you found that you were continuing to use this as well. It wasn't like mm-hmm. you just did summer Greek and then now. And then, yeah, no. Yeah. No, yeah. It's not like they let you forget anything. Like, they yeah. keep it up. We, you have a weekly language lab to keep your language up because if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's helpful to remind people that I, I, I think sometimes people think that you know, they, they go through summer Greek or whatever, and then they've, they completed the language. Mm -hmm. They, they got the, you know, the achievement unlocked and now they've downloaded it into their brain. Whereas this is something, this this was just an introduction to Mm -hmm. language. And now if you actually want to have these skills, you're going to continue with it. You're going to need to continue. Yeah. And it's not like you cover everything that's ever been done in the Greek language in seven weeks. This is a foundation. This is by no means a certification to speak fluently like right. it's a it's a process and it gets you jump started very very hard but it's still a process and that doesn't mean you can 
slack off when it comes to learning other stuff. Yeah. And and I, I don't want people to hear that and kind of think like, oh, man, well, I'm never going to, you know. Oh, yeah. No. If I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> Trust me on that. Yeah. No. And yeah, I, I think I think that's that that's helpful for, for people to hear as, as they're coming in. Any other kind of advice or kind of things that you would kind of want to leave an incoming Summer Creek student with? Surrounding yourself with people that actually like will help you out. I think that worked well. Worked well. I'm kind of introverted, so I work alone when it comes to a lot of stuff. But with Summer Greek, it kind of helped where I sat down with two or three other guys and just said, okay, I'm having trouble with this. Let's work through this. Let's work through it together. And right. bouncing ideas off each other, having people remind you of stuff. And just, so yeah, using other people's like way of remembering words. Like, I can't remember what that word is. But mnemonics. Mnemonics, yeah. Using other people's mnemonics really helped me because I'm not a creative person whatsoever. Sure. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and you're, I think you're given the opportunity to, to be able to learn in that community. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it really strengthens you going into seminary like, okay, now I have this sense of community here because I've slugged through summer Greek with these guys. Like, right. I right. know they're, they're going to have my back. They're going to be with me. Like, our summer Greek, class we still sit together in chapel mm-hmm. it's such a cool thing oh, that is cool. yeah it, yeah we surround ourselves with each other and we've built that bonds and now we're introducing those other guys who weren't in summer greek and we're still trying to mesh everybody together into now. that community exactly yeah, for sure yeah. so no, that makes a lot of sense that's cool though well thank you joseph Absolutely. Uh, so much for your time i hope this will be helpful for kind of future summer greek students as they kind of rev up you know hang in there guys yep. it's, uh, <laughs> it's rough but you'll get through it i promise like i said earlier if i can do it anybody can do it hang in there <laughs> all right well this was back to the sources a podcast of hasi memorial library have a good day y'all we'll see you later If you enjoyed Back to the Sources, be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Facebook so that you don't miss a single episode. This podcast is brought to you by the Hasse Library on the campus of Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. The Hasse Library, inspiring theological discovery.